Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, the Created Coach Method the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Of Course You Did podcast. I am so excited for this one. This is the first in our series of episodes where you can be coached by me. So in this episode, it is a coaching session of one of my friends, clients, students, Tamea. You've heard her be on the podcast before. You've heard me probably talk about her a bunch of different times. Like I said, she is a friend, first and foremost, and a client and a student of the Creative Coach Method. And she agreed to be our very first coaching person in this series So I'm super excited to share this with you. If you want to be a part of this, if you want to get free coaching from me, be coached on the podcast on something that you need coaching on to do with your business, it can be business mindset, it can be strategy, it can be whatever it is that you need coaching on around your business, you can apply to be coached on the podcast. The link is in the show notes for this episode. So When I do these sessions, and you'll notice, especially in this episode, this is a more, oh, excuse me, my throat is like, I don't know, drying up there. This is a more coaching focused episode, not a consulting or mentoring focused episode. I like to, in all of my coaching sessions, have coaching be the first, foremost, main thing I do in the sessions because I've find based on all of my experience that when we focus on the coaching rather than the mentoring or consulting. So when I'm focusing on on helping my clients see things from a different perspective, um, realize, learn, understand that they have internal resources, um, things like that, rather than giving them advice or telling them what to do or giving them strategy or suggesting a way that they could do something. I am working with them on coaching on the who versus the what. This is what we're doing in these coaching sessions. So you'll notice that this episode is very coaching forward, very coaching focused. And that is what I do the majority of time with the people that I coach. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I am going to just dive in right now. Like I said, if you want to apply to be coached, you can head to the link in the description in the show notes for this episode and you can apply there. Hey, hi, Tamea. Hi. Thanks so much for being here. I'm really excited to coach you today. 
I always love being coached by you. So let's, let's do this. Awesome. What would you like to be coached on today? Okay. So with my online business, I have one-on-one sessions and I also have group sessions. And I feel like there's some sort of a block with my group sessions. I just sometimes feel like, are they good enough? Are they powerful enough? Because I'm not able to give people that one-on-one attention, but then I also can't have indefinite numbers of one-on-one clients. So then it's like, I do need to have a mixture of both. And like, inherently, I know they're both powerful because I have the feedback from my clients and I see them transform and like creating big things. But then I feel like inside somehow, I still feel like group coaching isn't as powerful. But then it's like, I've done group coaching as a participant and it was very powerful. So it's like, what? What is holding me back here? Mm -hmm. So tell me about that thought that group coaching isn't as powerful. Um, so with some of the techniques that we use, so for example, with time technique, not every single client will have that aha moment at the same time. So people who have it quicker might benefit more compared to people who might need a little bit more questioning. And if it's a group setting, especially if it's on zoom and there's like no video, no audio, then I have no way of knowing how to probe a little bit deeper for everyone to have a really strong breakthrough. How do you know that the people that need a little bit more time to, to process the time techniques won't benefit? How do you know that the people who have an aha moment quicker are benefiting more than the people that don't have it as quickly? True. I mean, I'd never know really. And even if I do one-on-one, like there's no guaranteed results. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you don't know who's benefiting more than anyone else. No, it's true. Technically I don't, I think I'm just caught in my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me what else is going on. What other thoughts you're having about your group coaching? Um, in terms of the group coaching, like I, I know that financially not everyone would be able to work with me. So I want there to be like different like tiers of people being able to work with me in some bases. That being said though, like I only have so much time in a day and like, I do obviously have to like pay my own bills too. So it's like, I I need there to be a bit of a difference, but then with the group coaching, I just feel like it's significantly more accessible and it gives people an opportunity to still dive into coaching, dive into NLP and do some of that work that they may not have been able to do on a one-on-one basis with me otherwise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you want to be offering group coaching, Mm -hmm. but in the back of your mind, a little deeper down, you have the thought that it's not as powerful as one-on-one coaching. The people who join might not get the benefit of the tools that you have? I just feel like there's a lot of benefit when you're one-on-one with someone, because you can pick up those subtle changes, the little changes in their body language and their behavior, or like even a tiny twitch on their face. And it's like, you can see it more, um, energetically. If I'm in front of someone zoom or not, like I can feel how close they are to processing and releasing something. But then in a group setting, it's like you feel everyone's energy. So it's like a little harder to tune in that 
into that from like an energetic perspective. Is it possible for you to tune into an individual's energy in a group setting? Perhaps if, I mean, I would need everyone's video on at least so I can at least see the changes in like body language, but not everyone's comfortable with that. Okay. What if you didn't need the video on? What if, and I'm just kind of spitballing here Mm -hmm. because I have experience doing this. So I know that things are possible. So that's Mm -hmm. why I'm just going to kind of walk you down this path a little. What Mm -hmm. if you trusted your intuition that you could tune into Mm -hmm. an individual's energy or what if you didn't even need to tune into their energy at all? What if you trusted them enough and believed in their own ability to get the transformation that they need that you didn't need to tune into their energy at all? That what if you just trusted stressful. yourself as the guide and yeah. showed up as the guide? Cause that's what we're doing when we're coaches, you showed up yeah. as the guide and said, okay, I'm going to guide these people. And I'm not in charge of what they get today because you're not. They're in charge of what yeah. they get. God, angels, yeah. universe, whoever, whatever individual is in charge of what they get. If they, they get what they yeah. get, they don't get what they don't get. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it sounds like maybe you're putting a little bit too much pressure on yourself to be the giver of transformation, to be mm-hmm. the one who holds like the power here. I'm doing in quotation marks because people can't yes. see that I'm doing this, <laughs> but like the, the one who has the key for your, yeah. your, your people, but yeah. they chose to come and do a group program. They were guided mm-hmm. to join a group program by mm-hmm. whatever guided them, their own intuition, their own higher power, their own selves. They were mm-hmm. guided to come and do it. So mm-hmm. the same thing being energy themselves that guided them to actually decide to do it can also be in charge and also is in charge of whatever they get from it, whatever they get yeah. and whatever they don't get. Yeah. And you're kind no, of it's, putting it's true. You're putting pressure on yourself to be the giver of the transformation. And you said earlier that you've done group programs that you've been in group situations and it was amazing right Mm -hmm. so in that situation was it the guide that gave you the transformation or you got it based on yourself your own thoughts and feelings and experiences that you had I would say both because like the guide guided the process created the space created the container um kind of dropped the like crumbs to get like my mind going and for me to like dive deeper but then I guess it was me who did the work right and is that Mm -hmm. not exactly what's happening in your group programs as well you're the guide you're dropping the crumbs you created the container for these people to show up like you did the work you know you've done that part that you needed to do that you were guided by your intuition to do Mm -hmm. And these people show up because they want you as their guide in the container that you've created. Yeah. In the capacity that you've created it. 
And yeah. there, there is an element of them needing to trust themselves to get what yeah. they came for, to get the transformation and not to rely on you because it's not really fair of you to put the pressure on yourself to be the determining factor on whether someone gets a transformation or not, you know, like yeah. if you, if that was solely on you, then that would yeah. be a lot of pressure on you and it wouldn't be great for your clients when they leave the coaching situation. Yeah. They don't have their own tools and resources to continue growing. Right. But when you can say, all right, I'm responsible for creating the container and showing up and the mm. cl- my clients are responsible for their own transformation because yeah. they can, and they have the power and ability to do that for themselves. Then each person is empowered. Yeah, no, it's true. And I mean, like the example that was popping in my head is if you get a personal trainer, like you're not guaranteed abs at the end of your whatever sessions. It's like, if you didn't do the workouts and you didn't like be more mindful in how, what you're eating and your rest and your hydration, then it's like, it's on you. It's just the container of like suggestions. Mm-hmm. And you have the power mm-hmm. as the, as the client to, to take it. And it all depends on where you're at as the client as well. You know, like it's always, yeah. prompts. it's always those yeah. prompts and you can't, you can never really know what someone's experienced. Maybe in like a week, a month, a year, they'll look back and be like, that was the most transformational thing that could ever, I could ever have been through. Yeah, no, it's true. And I mean, sometimes people have a big transformation and they don't share but then it's like, it doesn't mean I didn't have it. And I know I've had that too. It's like a powerful yoga class or a powerful retreat. And then it's like shifted you, but mm-hmm. then you don't actually tell the person who was doing it. So then it's like, they never knew, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Exactly. Mm, that's true. Exactly. So can you tell me how um, the thought that you are having my group programs aren't as powerful as my one-on-one programs? Can you tell me how that impacts business um I feel like there's just like a lingering like is it good enough slash I just want everyone to have the absolute best experience and I know that I'm continuously improving and adding to every single program and offering that I have but I feel like it still maybe makes me second guess myself a little bit which like energetically would be lingering (laughs) around Mm -hmm. the offering that I have right so when you have that thought um, and can you put it into your own words for me? Cause I don't want to mm-hmm. paraphrase for mm-hmm. you. Can you tell me what it is? Um, the thought is just like questioning how good or could it be better okay. in terms of the group offering. And when you have that thought, how do you feel? Um, a little bit like anxious. Cause then I start like overanalyzing the offering and then thinking about how it can be like better, more robust, smoother. And it's just like, almost like adding too much to it. Cause it's like, I want it to be so good. Cause I, I'm just so, I guess, passionate about what I do. Mm-hmm. So when you, you're thinking that thought, you're feeling those feelings, what's the anxious, the action, action that you're taking? Um, I think I'm like overanalyzing the details and just seeing like, is there anything that I missed? Is there anything else that I've done before or that I'm aware of that I can like kind of add to it to just be really detail oriented and just kind of like, I guess, continuously scanning and overanalyzing the program. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So you're trying to add more, you're trying to do more stuff, put more in. And so what aren't, what actions aren't you taking when you're thinking that thought and feeling this feelings? Just trusting that it's good enough. But what actions are you not taking? Let's talk like actions. Okay. Um, what are you not doing? What actions am I not taking? I guess like, I don't know if it's too abstract, but it's like just enjoying the process and just like doing the actual coaching as opposed to mm -hmm. try to change it or adjust it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you like making offers as much as you would want to? Um, I feel like I am, but then I'm also like, I don't want to be annoying with overselling and like, mm -hmm. I've made peace with the selling that it's like, it just is part of what you're doing. You're offering people something that they may or may not want to buy. Um, but then it's, I, I might not enjoy the promoting and the marketing of it as much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're, I mean, there's like a whole nother thought process that's, that's going on there <laughs> around like the whole selling thing, but maybe would you say you're not making offers as much as, would align with uh, working with as many people as you would want to or helping as many people as you would want? There's definitely room for improvement in terms of sharing it more and like maybe being more consistent with it or jumping on like different platforms to promote what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I definitely don't lean into that as much as I could. Mm -hmm. what's it like when you are making offers to help people with the thought in your mind is this good enough um I'm just like questioning myself and questioning the worth of my program and just getting like caught up in the details that like I know don't matter mm -hmm. <laughs> and I still kind of get caught in that loop what do you think other people pick up on like your potential clients and the people that you're making offers to when you are making them an offer from a place of, is this good enough? Well, I mean, energetically probably doesn't feel as appealing and enticing. It's like almost like they might question themselves because like that is the lingering energy that they're picking up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when you are making offers, thinking that thought, feeling those feelings, when you're making offers from that place, what's the results? that you're getting? I feel like people sign up either right away or at the very end, right before the program starts. And it's like in between, it's like not as consistent. Like, it's like, I have my regulars that do every single offer that I do. And then they immediately jump on it. And then I have the people who are like kind of dawdling and then considering, and then they're like, Oh yeah, I did want to do that. And they jump in and then at the end, but then the kind of like the bulk middle part, it just seems not as consistent in terms of like sales. Mm -hmm. And what's the result when you're, how do you think about your program when you're actually delivering it? Do you have the same Maybe. thoughts of, is this good enough? Like when you're actually oh, yeah, no. teaching it? No, no. Okay. Cause I'm just like, I'm so in the moment and I love what I do. And I love that the techniques are so powerful. And then I also like I always get like emails and DMS and people are just like telling me what the breakthroughs were or like how that felt. So it's like, I'm definitely being reinforced by my clients coming back and sharing what have, what has happened for them. So it's like, I definitely 
know it's not true in the moment. It's just like the pre stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And I know you mentioned before we were recording, you've mentioned in other times that we've chatted that um, you want to trust more that um, people are going to join your group programs. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, is that in line with what you were saying? Yeah, no, for sure. Cause like, I think I just like hype it up and then like, I'm just nervous about like getting disappointed if I don't have a good, I guess, launch, but then like all my launches have been really great. So it's like, a, it's not really based on mm-hmm. anything, but I'm always just like, well, what if like this one's mm-hmm. going to flop? What if this is not the one that mm-hmm. people are like aligned to or needing in the moment? So I think it's like not trusting the initial intuitive download that I got of what I'm going to be offering and mm-hmm. then making it significantly more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah. Can you see how the, the questioning, is this good enough can Mm -hmm. impact, um, is like kind of tied with your thoughts of, is this, are people going to join, et cetera? They're like, Mm -hmm. can you see how one would lead to the other? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So we need to do a little cleanup here of, Mm the thoughts that you're having about your offer because you need to believe in your offer 1 million percent and do the work to get behind it and sometimes it does take work to get behind your offer because we've got to Mm -hmm. do the work to believe in ourselves and Mm -hmm. to believe in our abilities and that kind of stuff um and we already started doing that like right at the beginning we kind of Mm -hmm. looked at like you know, your offer is amazing Mm -hmm. and you know that you're not in charge of or holding the key to whether or not someone gets a transformation, right? You're in charge of, and you hold the key to creating the container. And then it's up to your clients, individual self resources, I don't, I mean, I, God, angels, universe, whatever individual, like whatever you want to say, whatever is like driving the person to actually have the desire to make the change and show up for Mm -hmm. the coaching. That's what's in charge of them getting results. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How is that feeling? What's coming up for you now? Um, like I know it's true and I know that, that like, I, I understand it and I believe it, but then there's still like a lingering, but should I have done more? Is this good enough? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like still mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, like kind of sneaks in, but I'm like, no, yeah. but it is. But then it still kind of chimes in sometimes. Yeah. I don't know that you do believe it. Cause you, when you just said, and I believe it, it was like, almost like you were like questioning there the way you <laughs> Cause said it's like that, that little voice that yeah. like clicks. It was like, in. I believe it. You were asking yourself yeah, a question yeah, no, there. Yeah. No, no valid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you believe that? And I want you to ask, like answer honestly here. Do you believe yeah. that your group coaching program is amazing and gets results every time for everyone? Yes. I love the techniques. I know they work really well separately. And when you put them together, they're like a powerhouse. Okay. Awesome. So what's the non-believing there? What's the part that you don't believe? Um, I think, I think there's, it comes back to like what we initially said of, 
after a certain amount of time, it's like, you almost need to do one-on-one coaching, which is not true, but then it's like, how far can group coaching take you until you, I guess, but I don't want to say you need a coach because nobody needs a coach, but it's like, is there a max of how much you can achieve and obtain out of group coaching as compared to one-on-one coaching? So is this that you don't think that your group coaching program can help your clients get results? Or do you not think that your clients themselves are going to get their results? Is this not believing about your abilities or not believing about your clients' abilities? Um, The thing that's coming to mind is my group coaching experience, like me being a participant, have been great. But then it's always been when I had time one-on-one with coaches, whether it's a full one-on-one program or you get like the couple one-on-one like VIP sessions with the coach where I got the most out of it. But then now the way you phrased it, it just makes me think of maybe I wasn't able to do more at that time because it was significantly further back in my healing journey. So it's almost like, then do I not trust my clients to do, get like do the work or get what they need to out of the group coaching? It's like almost like that is coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then that's not for me to decide. Like everyone gets what they need to out of it and like nothing's guaranteed. And how can you gauge what is a good enough transformation? Like that, mm-hmm. that's, that doesn't make sense. Bye. My, and I've said this multiple times on the podcast, my like favorite way to get coached is group coaching and watching other people get coached. That's when mm. I, I've had the biggest transformations is by watching mm. other people get coached. Interesting. And so can you see how like you and I have different experiences of group coaching, Very. right? Yeah. 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 Because I mean, like mm-hmm. some of the experiences I've had is like, there's people who are super shy and don't say anything. And then there's people who always talk, but then they almost like take over the like questioning. And then mm-hmm. it's sometimes really specific to them. And then like, not everyone can relate. Um, I mean, or, mind you. <laughs> or I, cause I think we're talking about the same thing here. Um, like mm-hmm. the same potentially group coaching situations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or those people that are really quiet are getting so much out of the things because they're too Mm -hmm. afraid to get up and talk about what the people who are saying a lot are actually saying. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, that's immediately not true because in my group coaching, I have a couple of people who come all the time who always speak up, but everything they say is so insightful and beautiful that it's like not true. Right. Sleeping puppy. (laughs) Snoring. It's okay. So yeah, no, it, it's like immediately not like that's invalidated. That is not a true statement, not a fact. Mm-hmm. So how are you feeling now about the thought that you were kind of having about maybe you don't believe in your client's ability to get the transformation they came for versus you giving them like the thing that we talked about a couple of minutes ago? I would say, and I don't know if this sounds like too 
like blunt, but it's like, it is what it is. Like, I'm just here to create the container and make it easy for people to access. And it's like, this is what I'm offering. Does this suit you? Does it not? It's like, almost like an all you can eat buffet. <laughs> like no one's monitoring who eats what. And it's no, nobody cares. It's like, oh, you pay to enter. You just want to have dessert, have your dessert. Oh, you want to just eat salad, have your salad. You want to love everything. Perfect. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because people get to choose they're like adventure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, even like with group coaching and one-on-one coaching, like it just is what it is. Like you can't force someone to go to one restaurant compared to another. It's like, whatever. It's like, do you want McDonald's? Have your McDonald's. They're like, do you want to have like, I don't know, gluten-free vegan? Do that. Like it literally doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Exactly. When I was a kid, we used Mm -hmm. to go to like Pizza Hut, all you can eat. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have that in Canada. I think so. Where you would like go to pizza hut and they would have like the buffet there. And sometimes I would just get ice cream, but then there would be sometimes when I would get one of everything. Right. And it's like that with the group coaching. Yeah. 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 And people are just coming for the ice cream and some people want a little bit of everything. And it's like, who are you to decide or monitor that? Like, it's almost like none of your business. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Okay. How does that feel? so much lighter. Like, it's like the pressure is not on me. It's like, I'm just meant to intuitively create programs and then it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Like who it's meant to align to will and who it doesn't totally fine. There's something Mm -hmm. else out there for them. Yeah, exactly. And you've been intuitively guided to do all of the trainings that you've done, like all of the work that you've done over the years, you've just been guided to do them. And like, there are probably, there are definitely some people who did the exact same training as you who have decided Mm -hmm. to go down a different path or not continue to use it at all. But yeah, you got what you came for out of that training, out of that thing that you Mm -hmm. participated in. You got what you came for whether or not you know at the time that it would kind of get to where it is now, you probably didn't have any clue it would end up here, that you would end up here using these tools, (laughs) doing what you're doing, but you just trusted. And it's the same thing for your clients. Mm -hmm. And that's your work. That actually is your job as the coach is to let your clients know and help them to understand in a very loving, kind way that, they are responsible for their results and they can decide that they always get what they came for and what they got was exactly Mm -hmm. what they came for. This is something that I've learned and that I've Mm -hmm. taken from my group coaching experiences that has served me and that I try and share as often as possible with my clients and students on the podcast all the time is deciding it's a decision. It's literally just a decision where you decide whatever I get today is exactly what I needed, wanted, and came for. And I'm not going to judge it or question it or say that it should have been different. That was exactly, it's exactly right. And it's our job as coaches to teach our clients what coaching is and what it isn't, what responsibility for outcomes is, and that they can decide that they always get what they came for. So you can decide to do that in your programs as well. And like, that's going to benefit your clients. Even just that is going to benefit them so much more than just the group coaching program that they do with you. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, like the power of intention, like 
mm-hmm. it's infinite possibilities and like you get to decide mm-hmm. what you want to create and align to mm-hmm. okay true. so let's do a little bit of our cleanup work so now tell me the thought an empowering thought that you have about your clients getting results when they come to your group coaching um i trust that every client will get exactly what they need out of the program every client gets exactly what they need i'm just going to shorten it mm-hmm. as i write yes. it down and when you think that how do you feel i'm super relaxed and there's like no tightness or anything it's just like feels light Perfect. And when you're feeling relaxed and light, what actions are you taking? I'm more likely to promote it because I know that the right person will hear it and it will just click for them because that's what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And then what's the result from that? I just open up that channel of aligning to more clients who are looking for something of what I'm offering and making it just energetically more free for people to like book. Perfect. Okay. How's that? (laughs) So much better. (laughs) Do you have any questions? No, that was great. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for letting me coach you today. 